What's up, family? Welcome back to the Stop Sinking Show, where you know we go from struggle to flow. I've been pondering this particular idea that I wanted to think about out loud. I'm not really quite sure what the conclusion or the prescription from it is, so maybe we can come to our own takeaway together. I started thinking about this with the idea of age difference. I just celebrated a birthday, a really close friend of mine just did, and several other things related to that came to mind. When I was younger, I used to think people a couple years older than me was such a big difference. And it was. There is a huge gap between the development of a two-year-old and a five-year-old, or a five-year-old and a 10-year-old, and a 10-year-old and a 15-year-old. I don't think any of us will argue that. But the thing that got me thinking about this is how the idea of time distorts as you get older. So time distorts the concept of time. Because that same five-year difference, someone 30 or 35 or 50 and 55, or 40 and 45, doesn't feel like that much of a gap. I have friends, close friends, 10 years older than me, even 20 years older than me. And I think often we find ourselves, these friends, no matter how much older they are, we still find ourselves in similar life cycles. And I couldn't help but wonder why, as we get older, the time difference that difference doesn't seem like that big of a deal and how we're more likely to find ourselves in the same playground with someone five years older to us when we're in our 40s, but probably not when we're five. You probably don't see the 10-year-old get enough stimuli from the five-year-old to be entertained and engulfed by him. And so they play in different groups. And so the thought that came to mind about this time distortion is that maybe we stop living as much when we get older and older and how the year to us is not the year it was or used to be when we were younger. And that kind of bothers me because your life isn't measured by the years of your life. It's measured by the life you put in your years. And it seems like we gradually decline in the amount of life we squeeze in a year, and the years as they go by. That's quite a disturbing thought to me because you might even find a 30-year-old that is developmentally and even in accomplishments be well above a group of 40-year-olds. And then I couldn't help but realize how the responsibility is on each individual, how much life they really get to live in the time that is afforded to them is really up to them. And some greats live an entire life of a legend and pass away by the age of 40. It's the deliberate intention of that person that allowed for that to happen. And I also then regarded myself with the same scrutiny. My sister was visiting last July with the kids. And the hope was that the next time I see her would be back in the States. And now... It's March of the next year, a few months away from July, a year from when she was here, and she is planning another trip because 
we have not been able to come back. And I thought about the time I spent with my niece and nephew. And I thought about, would I be proud for them to see me again? Would I be any different? Would it be any different? Would I have grown enough for them to even notice? Would there be any difference in their experience with me? Do I have any greater understanding, amendment in approach, temperament, or anything that would be evidence for the fact that I have lived as much as I could in a year? Because you know what I do know for sure? At their age of 5 and 12 now, I guarantee they grew. I guarantee they matured, changed, picked up different habits, quirks, ways of thinking. I guarantee their year was more substantial as far as growth is concerned than mine was and mine has been. And some of that is just the nature of youth. But there's a lot of things taken for granted in youth that we don't highlight enough. Like growth is expected and maturation and change is almost unquestionably thought of as a fundamental aspect of youth. We don't even stop to think about it. But somewhere in there, as life progresses, I'm trying to figure out where that fine line is that begins this gradual decline. The one where we no longer take growth as something that is meant to happen and play our part in making it so. Somewhere in there, we become more rigid crystallized and hardened into who we are and what we are because we pick up beliefs and behaviors and don't remain flexible enough with them that it becomes you then and the more you become what you think you are the less you let yourself become what else you are what else you could be that's just waiting for time and effort to develop from within you and this realization has been haunting me because I do not want to be complicit in the decline of my development. I do not want to be any less expectant of growth and change for myself. And let's be honest, I highly doubt that my niece and nephew care. I don't think that they will be looking for any change in me. Maybe just time with me is enough for them. But it's me who cares and who should care about the growth I should be having. It's me who needs to make sure that my speed of growth does not slow down. And it's sad to see and think about. You can easily picture then how one person who is squeezing in more life in their years, like there's no tomorrow to count on, how they can catch up to and surpass the one who is living like tomorrow never dies and delaying everything and taking for granted that tomorrow exists where nothing is promised. So I can't help but be disturbed by the fact that the more time that passes, It feels that time almost folds on itself and less and less of it can be activated if not paying conscious day-to-day attention. And there was a time in my life I could accomplish more in a weekend than I am now accomplishing in six months. And the problem with that is I stopped being able to count on myself and I discount the magnitude of time, the chunk that is six months of someone's life. It's a huge portion of time, especially in your healthy life in your less than future obligated life. Now is always the best you will ever have it. But too many of us are playing it safe and letting time lap us. Too many of us stop expecting the same level of growth we used to expect from ourselves. And that lowering expectation 
compounds into a life of mediocrity. It's no wonder why most people don't ever see greatness, because it slips away from you one small sliver at a time. Before you even notice it, your entire standing with yourself has degenerated. And now you have very little activation power left at all in you, only slowing down your life even more. When the entire goal is to have more life, that requires you to be awake and intentional with every waking minute of your life. And then you can create a life where until your dying day, where you can expect and experience the same level of growth as passing grades, graduations, and the ultimate changing of environment calling out the changing of you. That doesn't have to stop. But most of us die at 25 and are just not buried until we're 75. We lose our spirit and erode internally and grow instead to accept life as it is. If you just borrowed a bit of that energy you put into acceptance and put it into action, you will have a different life. Because we are all dying anyway. We're all going to be buried. There's no way to make it there safely. So live dangerously. But live. As much as you can. Live. Love you, family. Stay true. Always. See you on the next show.